And of course, joining me every Thursday is Dr. Rajbans, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society. Good morning, Dr. Rajbans. Good morning. Now, in your experience as a geriatrician, you meet a lot of older patients. Um, what would you say would be the uh, benefit of the elderly interacting with the young? Will that improve the quality of life and their health? Yeah, I think definitely because uh, from what we have seen, uh, you know, in the blue zones, the areas in the world where people live very long, one of the things that they have studied is that the social interaction between these, you know, older people with the younger, their grandchildren and the younger kids in, in around them. And I think that makes sense because, you know, you become like the people you're surrounded with. Mm-hmm. You know, if all your friends are sitting down and just watching television, you probably will do the same, right? But if you've got young people, energetic, running around, you know, you somehow will feel young yourself. So these studies have proven that uh, social interaction between the older and younger people actually do help the older people. And vice versa, because a lot of older people have got a lot of experience and wisdom mm-hmm. which they can pass on to the young you know, kids. So that's why grandparents and grandkids get along very well, mm-hmm. you know, because I think it, they somehow the grandparents feel younger with their you know grandchildren around them and all that activity and the grandchildren learn a lot about experience and wisdom from their older grandparents so i think it's very important that we should actually nurture this right how will that impact health though i mean uh, feeling young is one thing but you know if if you are suffering from ill health can it boost your i guess, i don't know immunity or yeah i think definitely because one of the things that we have looked at is uh, just feeling good feeling happy, you know, feeling, interacting with uh, people around you actually helps boost a lot of things, you know, your your mindfulness, your your immunity, your, you know, the, the feel-good hormones in mm-hmm. your body. So I think definitely it's something that uh, is really important. All right. Well, coming up, something that's um, becoming more and more popular are plant-based meats, but are they really good for you? We'll find out with Dr. Rajbans next here on Light. It's HealthWise with Dr. Rajbans this morning and uh, we are hearing more and more about these plant-based meats uh, that are being um, made available to the public now and uh, we all know that you know real foods are the best whole foods things that aren't processed but are any of these meat replacement products good if we are I guess going towards the vegetarian route or wanting to think about considering going vegan Yeah I think um, that thing that you brought up you know the thing is uh, processed foods and whether this comes under you know that category you know it's still processed whether there's some you know because it's got soy it's got other things inside whether that flavoring actually is chemical based whether there's a genetically modified soy involved so and again we are going away from whole food again from plant-based food and what I worry about people who come to me I got patients who come and tell me that doc I'm I'm a vegan now but when I go into the diet history you know they had two roti chanai for breakfast they're vegetarian for you know lunch and they two chapati at night with dal mm-hmm. and I said but where are the vegetables you know you right. got you taken everything except vegetables you take a lot of carbohydrates you've taken things that are not really whole plant-based foods yeah. and a lot of the time it's high fat as high well high fat yeah so you're back to actually square one even worse you know so I would rather then you myself be a non-vegetarian so if you're to be vegetarian you have to actually be basically a plant-based vegan I call mm-hmm. them you know and maybe you can add in a bit of uh, soy or you know add in a bit of other things to 
you know, to just get the protein because the worry thing about vegan is sometimes you might have less B12 iron you might get less vitamin D mm-hmm. so there are some of the things you have to overcome to be completely vegan you must have a variety of foods so you don't get the correct amount of proteins and amino acids well that's the thing right <laughs> I mean can you get enough protein iron calcium and amino acids from a vegan diet if you are really plant based and you take legumes that means you got a whole variety of, of plant based foods with legumes uh, like I said earlier the most of them actually end up just taking a lot of carbohydrates and fats right. you know and they hardly have got amino acids or all these uh, you know vitamins so very important you know people are really plant based like if you look at actually all the blue zones you look at the Mediterranean the Okinawans the Sardinians they're not really fully vegan but they're mm. very plant based with a bit of meat here and there right meat and fish so yeah. everything in moderation but if you are considering going vegan I guess uh, doing your homework is, is key isn't yeah it? definitely and Getting looking at these new plant based burgers I would just keep it as <laughs> just uh, something for taste but not something you take very often alright well coming up could mouthwash be blocking your blood pressure benefits triggered by exercise well we find out more next with Dr. Rajbans on light it's HealthWise with Dr. Rajbans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society. And exercise is known to trigger a blood pressure lowering effect in the hours after getting physical activity. But apparently that benefit may be greatly reduced by the use of antibacterial mouthwash. It's That's interesting. I never knew that. Uh, Dr. Rajbans, how dangerous is mouthwash? Yeah, I think, you know, I you know, for the first time reading the study, it's quite interesting that, you know, exercise increases uh, the nitrates and then the nitrous oxide that is formed. You know, apparently in the saliva, the bacteria break this down, so the nitrous oxide is absorbed and this causes vasodilatation, which decreases your blood pressure after exercise. So apparently using mouthwash actually destroys the bacteria that convert the nitrate nitrous oxide mm. so uh, interesting that you know that that, that can happen so mm. I suppose uh, maybe if you're going to use uh, mouthwash use it early in the morning or late at night and not yeah. after exercise or during exercise you okay. know speaking of mouthwash is there a real any benefit to using it I mean do we really need this extra I guess chemical in our in our mouths yeah I, I think that's a good question because sometimes we forget that the bacteria in our oral cavity in our gut are actually good bacteria they're mm-hmm. there for the reason and uh, as long as you don't get you know some bad bacteria there like you know you get gums uh, gingivitis or whatever so I think a good oral hygiene uh, brushing regularly well I think that should be good enough so all these extra chemicals I don't know whether we really need them right okay well coming up a UK boy had went blind after eating nothing but french fries and potato chips for years we'll find out what Dr. Rajbans thinks about this next here on Light and on HealthWise, we've got Dr. Rajbans here, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society. A UK boy went blind after eating nothing but French fries and potato chips for years. Apparently, he was a very fussy eater. He hadn't eaten um, any fruit or vegetable in over 10 years. So apparently was deficient in vitamins, including B12, copper and vitamin D. But how does this lead to blindness if all you eat is potato products? For all your chemical reaction in the body especially if your eyes you know you need things like vitamin A you know of course some of the minerals like copper you need vitamin D B12 is definitely important for your nerves so imagine if you're just 
taking no fruits and vegetables you really going to be vitamin deficient mineral mm-hmm. deficient you know i'm just right now it's just the ice but if it doesn't change his lifestyle he's going to end up going into things like you know scurvy and berry berry which you don't see anymore berry, but berry, uh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. this uh, you know all the vitamin deficiencies and all those b b vitamin deficiencies uh, vitamin c deficiencies so all these are serious his immune system will get uh, you know weaker he'll pick up a bad infection and that can even be fatal for him so i think he really has to change his diet or the doctor said to then provide him with supplements if he really doesn't want to take uh, you know change his uh, food habits so uh, it's actually uh, quite serious to already get blindness is already uh, yeah. bad sign yeah i mean it is a bad sign but do you think this condition is reversible i don't know way? how much of damage have been done because if it's uh, still early stage you know putting him in on the vitamin uh, you know intravenous vitamin uh, supplements and all that might be able to reverse but if it's already gone to stage where it's already badly damaged then probably it's too late right now potato chips and french fries should we be completely avoiding these types of foods i mean it's it's okay if you just take part of your you know your regular healthy diet sort of things you take mm-hmm. a few potato chips and you have a, a bit of fries i don't think it'll cost any harm to you again back to balance average you know mm-hmm. uh, but uh, eating a lot of that of course uh, is another thing is your calories that goes up and your yeah. weight will go up you know and then they are still processed all right well of course uh, you should avoid eating just that alone you need a variety of food don't you yeah definitely i mean that's important yeah all right well coming up sleeping too much or too little can boost heart attack risk we'll be finding out more with dr rajbans next you're on light With Dr. Rajbans this morning, we've got HealthWise and a new study of nearly half a million people has found out that even if you are a non-smoker who exercises and has no genetic predisposition to any cardiovascular diseases, skimping on sleep or even getting too much of it can boost your risk of heart attack. How much sleep is the right amount of sleep or is this an individualized thing Dr Rajbans I think it's more individualized because sometimes you there is a slight genetic component but average I think at least 6 to 8 hours is the ideal so some people might get 6 and you know the good way to know is when you get up in the morning do you feel fresh do you feel energetic do you think that you you know your mind is alert so you know you have enough sleep and of course you talk of the REM and the non REM sleep so your during the dream section your brain is rejuvenating then the deep sleep your physical body so if you get they say four to five cycles so looking at six uh, you know each cycle one and a half hours so looking at six to seven and a half hours exactly now if too little sleep it is a stress to the body in fact they say sleep is as important as nutrition and exercise a lot of time people focus on this too and they forget that sleep is just as important right. you know lack of sleep is just as bad as this too or they say it's equal to smoking right so so lack of sleep is not good now what about too much of sleep too much of sleep is again they say your body needs movement yes the more you move the better long term so the more you stay in bed the less you're moving the more the risk of getting things like deep vein thrombosis or things like heart disease or mm-hmm. strokes so i think it's important that we get enough but not too much right so i noticed that with the elderly they tend to sleep a lot less so does do your sleeping patterns change with age and is this uh, necessarily a bad thing actually they do say that your sleep will get more interrupted as you get older and it could be many reasons you know one is just age itself but the other thing is you know they have to get up to go to toilet more often or because of lack of activity uh, they don't exercise so much they're not moving so much in the daytime and a lot of them have small naps in the daytime 
Mm, yeah. You know, so so that uh, interrupts their night sleep. So, but overall, if you really talk to them, they should at least still have six hours. They don't have enough, then it's it's going to affect them. Now, I got patients who have what they call insomnia. That means they really can't sleep, especially as they get older. So they want something to sleep. Uh, after trying everything and they still can't sleep, then sometimes we do give them a bit of uh, something to help them sleep because uh, you know no sleep is just more dangerous. In fact, so giving mm. them something to sleep, they're not worrying too much about addiction as they're already quite old. Right. So then sometimes they got no choice but to do that. All right. Now, if we aren't getting the right amount of sleep in a day at night, <laughs> what can we do besides you know taking those cat naps? Are there any sleep techniques that we can use? I But there's a whole lot of things like you know they say don't eat too near bedtime, don't uh, you know that uh, exercise near bedtime. Have your exercise earlier so that will help you sleep. Uh, sometimes they say try a warm drink at night. Mm-hmm. There's certain sort of uh, you know teas like you know you can try some things like chamomile, chamomile tea and mm-hmm. all the passion flower, valerian things like herbs. And, you know try essential oil. Some people try aromatherapy in their room to help them sleep. So they can look at all the different techniques. But if they still have a lot of problem, then maybe they should go and check up the doctor. Make sure it's not something. Medical that's going on, and then see whether they can help you. All right. Well, Dr. Rajbans, thank you so much for your advice and your thoughts this week on Healthwise. Thank you.